You've now locked into Living Blessed, the podcast, where we're talking the highs, the lows, the darkest moments that we've all hidden from the world, and everything in between. This is the moment of truth. This is why we're living blessed. And now, your host, Jovan J. Palmer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Living Blessed, the podcast, man. We have special people, man, who are doing dope things. And no other, I have my brother, man, Don Gordon here. Don of Don yes, Digital. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The one, one and of only. the coolest guys I've never met. Because <laughs> yes, I met sir. you at social uh, at the conference, man. Yep. We've just been connected ever since. Yeah, bro. And yep. it's been nothing but love since. Yeah. Right, man, you just show mad love, whether it's just motivation or just, man, just like just checking in. Yeah. And you don't meet too many cats like that. Yeah, I, honestly, likewise, bro, because I met you guys. You know, you guys are already doing your thing and I'm coming into you know the, the atmosphere new mm-hmm. and you reciprocated the same love you know what yeah, I mean yeah, you could have yeah. easily been like ah oh, nah this guy whatever but every time I reached out to you man you reached right back or you know sometimes randomly you would just hit me up like man I hope all is well bro yeah, so yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely mutual man for yeah, real appreciate you appreciate yeah. you man so um where you from? Because you're from Philly, right? Yeah. Well, I'm actually from Norristown. It's like 20 Norristown. minutes outside of Philly. Okay, okay, it's like okay. a little suburb outside of gotcha, uh, gotcha. Philly. I, I live in Philly now. Though, live in Philly now. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yup, yup. So, born and raised there. Um, mm-hmm. Live with my pops. You know what I mean? Pretty much the same story as everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, my yeah. dad worked a regular job. Uh-huh. My parents divorced when I got young. Okay. You know what I mean? So, um, I got two sisters, two stepbrothers. So, my sisters grew up with my mom. Uh, my mom, you know, it was like a nasty situation with my parents. Mm-hmm. My mom decided to, you know, do her thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. moved to Florida. Uh-huh. Um, but we're still super tight. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much a little bit about like how I was um, brought up. Okay. Um, so what was it like, you know, divorce happened at what, at what age? I would say I was maybe like... I was young, man. Maybe like six, six. seven years old. Okay. Yeah. So how yeah. was that for you as, you know, just going through... Cause um I know I never experienced divorce personally. I've seen okay. it happen, and are your parents I, married? Yeah, my parents okay, married. Yeah, they, they they stay together. You mm-hmm. know, through it through it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just some people make the decisions too. Like you said, they divorce and it happens, and it ha- it affects the child in whatever way it does. And how did it affect you? You know, as a one as an African American kid. Yeah, um, that's a good question, man. Honestly. It's, it's probably not the most common uh, answer, but to me, and it's weird to say, it was kind of like a relief mm. in a sense. because really? I've like, never heard it before. Right. Because um, like my parents, <clears throat> they got together young, man. Like my okay. mom had me. She was 19. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, you know, it was a lot of friction in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old was your pops? My pops at the time, 21, 22, okay, something okay. like that. Okay. When I was born, when they divorced, they were like late 20s. Gotcha, gotcha. But it was just like a lot of friction, you know, because, mm. you know, they're young, they're still yeah, maturing, yeah, 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 learning yeah, yeah. each other, you know. Um, I'm I'm the middle child, so having two kids at the time, mm-hmm. young, and then, you know, eventually three at a young age, it was just, it's funny, I mean, I guess it's not funny, but, like, I don't remember going to, like, amusement parks or, like, I don't remember family things with yeah, my parents. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, like, I cousins coming over yeah, and spending yeah, the night, yeah, yeah. but, but I don't remember, like, like, yeah, vacations like, vacations and yeah, stuff like not that. really. Yeah, Maybe because yeah. I was so young, uh-huh. but I just remember, um, and that's a good, that's a good question that you asked, because the things I do remember was, like, the fights, the arguments, the breaking dishes, you know what I mean? The, really? You know what I mean? Like, the yeah, curse yeah. words, like, uh-huh. as a kid, you know what I mean? So, I'm not going to lie and say it was easy when they yeah, got divorced, yeah, of course, right, right, but then right. at, at a sense, it was like, it was good to see that my mom was kind of, you know, trying to figure her thing out, yeah, but it wasn't yeah, like the sure. arguments in the house. Right, the same right, with my right, dad, right, you know right. what I mean? That, that's why you say it's a relief then. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because I've never heard, like, I've heard the part where you're saying, like, you know, 
the arguments, the breaking of dishes and the cussing, all types mm -hmm. of stuff. But I've never heard somebody say it was a relief for me. Yeah. I will always hear people, you know, who I've talked to and say, you know, I wish they, my parents would stay together. I wish they would have figured it yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. And stuff like that. So what do you say to like somebody who says, I wish my parents would have figured it out. But for somebody like you, man, mm -hmm. that's a very mature answer to say mm -hmm. it's a sign of relief for me. Yeah. Like, what do you say to like that? that Type of thing like somebody said, I want um, my parents to stay together, and what happens? I just is think, man. I think the way I look at things is overall, I just want people to be happy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh -huh. I maybe looking back on it now, maybe that's what it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was hard because me and my sisters were so close. Yeah, so that yeah, was yeah, the yeah, hard yeah. thing. You know, like my mom moved to Florida. I'm right, still in right. Philly, so yeah. that distance, that's what like hurt me the most. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Because yeah. me and my sister, even to these to this day, we're like best friends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that was hard. But mm -hmm. um, like I said, man, like I would spend time with my mom, and it's like you know. No, so you're doing like the summers and or? summer with my mom. Okay, yep. okay. I spend like right after school, so around like May, June, I'll be there until right, maybe right. Like August. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, she'll be doing her thing. She's in a whole new environment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She seems a little happier. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? My daddy's still here. You know, doing his thing. Um. So to me, of course, they're they're adults. Right. I don't right, see right. like how they really feel behind yeah, closed yeah, doors yeah. and stuff. But to me, it just seemed like like I said, they're not arguing. At least yeah, There's no more fights. Doing, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I thought it was like more of a relief. But it mm -hmm. was hard, of course. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of so course like, you want your parents to work it out. If you can speak to it, um, what was it like in the home with the arguments and, you know, the fights and stuff like that for you? It was never like physical abuse. It was just like, you know, just the yelling, the screaming. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? No curse words. And how did that affect you? Uh, in the beginning, I'd just be scared. You know okay. what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but... At the same time, I was like, all right, this is my parents. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, I, did, I I trust them so much. Like I said, it was never a physical abuse. Like, yeah, yeah, never, yeah. Right, like, right, right. You know what I mean? But, you know, when you're young. You just don't know. Up, my mom from Southside Chicago. You know uh, what I'm saying? My dad. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? They grow up rough. Yeah, so yeah, it's like, yeah. like I said, they're young at the time. So, mm -hmm. um, But definitely. And, and another thing I want to speak on, too, is that as I got older, you start to see, like, you know, Sometimes in schools, the teachers give, I guess, quote unquote, bad kids a hard time. Right, right, the right. Thing you got to right. remember is like if you're growing up and like, you know, I'm not saying my situation was the worst. Yeah, yeah, but if yeah. You're growing you up. a situation. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? If you're growing up and like maybe you have a, a parent that is getting abused, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mean? It might be two, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And you got to yeah. get up and go to school at six. Right. Eight. So, of course, you're not interested so you're, in you're, school. Yeah, your sleep is off. Sleep you know, you is can't off. focus because your mind, like, you might. Were you like? Did you ever have like flashbacks during the time, like in school, like you know, where an argument may have happened, and mm -hmm. you're in class and you zoned out? Anything like that? Anything like that happen? Um, nah, not, nah, not necessarily. Okay, okay, um, okay. I don't know. I've just always been good at like masking my emotions in a sense. So you do think about things, but um, I don't know. I was just so like, yeah, just, just like I mean, I'm like in, a, in the moment off. type yeah, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. off. Like you know, I'll deal with that when I get home. But um, okay, I was never like, I never acted out, lashed out. You know what I mean? Of course, I had anger, especially yeah, yeah, as yeah. a kid. Like, I had... I'm so mellow now, but yeah, yeah. as a kid... You're, mad. Like, You're super mellow. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, so, I'm such a chill guy, but as a yeah. kid, yeah. And you start to realize, where does that come from? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's that, yeah. and you know... Like I said, your parents split, so your mom now she's dating other people. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And my dad, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, he doing so, his thing. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean. Now that's an adjustment. Mm -hmm. You, know you ever I mean? find yourself um, having to like pick a side? Hmm. Like, did they have? I was always a mama's boy. Okay, honestly. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. couldn't tell me nothing about my mom. Yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? Sure, she could be sure. dead wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah, Even yeah, to this day, yeah, like, yeah, it's to like, an extent, it's like, dang, that's my mom. Like, I'm always going to ride. Right, right, right. But I never course. like had to pick a side. You okay, know what I mean? like me good. and my me and my pops, we best friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, so what's that like? Because um, 
a lot of men don't get that. A yeah. lot of men don't get the option for their pops to be their best friend yeah. and to like, you know, to be their homie and have like cool, casual conversations. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like when you, somebody calls their parent a best friend, I mean, I can go to you about anything. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, a lot of black men don't get that. Right. So what is that like, you know, as your father being your best friend and he remained in your life? Because sometimes after divorce, you know, where, you know, because I study trauma, I study like stuff like this in school right now. Mm-hmm. And when parents split, there's always like a, a wedge between the child and the parent sometimes. Yeah. And it kind of just causes like this like weird space. Mm-hmm. But for you, your dad became your best friend mm-hmm. and your mom, like your mama's boy. Like, you know, mm-hmm. how is that? I'm not going to lie. That was, that was probably the toughest thing. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. it's like, like I said, I'm a mama's boy. Uh-huh. Even when they, they first divorced, I live with my mom's for a certain extent. Yeah. Yeah. So even then it's like, I think I might've seen my dad on the weekends okay, or every okay. other weekend or something right, like right, that. Right. You know how that arrangement yeah, is. Yeah. So I was more like close to my mom, of course. Right. 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 So yeah. like when they split and I stayed back home with my dad, uh-huh. that was more like, all right, now I'm learning this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, now, yeah, I was like, yeah. not saying I don't know him, but right, now right. I was you like, learn a different side of him. Yeah, and I'm yeah, a different side, right? Yeah. I'm growing up. I'm becoming a man now. Uh-huh. So it was. I think we had to go through that like little yeah, friction. Yeah, yeah. As all and kids, we were possible to it one time. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. So you know how it is. And then eventually, like, I had to, you know, realize like, yo, everybody don't got their dad. I got mm. friends that don't got their dad. Yeah, you yeah. Know what yeah, I mean, yeah, whether yeah, he yeah. got, you know, took it out in the streets or uh-huh. went to jail or just decided not to be in their lives, like. So I had to realize, and then one thing about my parents is they always kept it real with me. Mm. They always told me about their past. So okay. I know how my dad grew up. Word. My mom and my dad grew up kind of similar, That's which is crazy. Very odd. Yeah. Like you don't get that in a black household where your parents are transparent about their backgrounds and where mm-hmm. they come from, what happened to them, or what mm-hmm. they've gone through. That's very odd. And I yeah. think that was probably the connection probably, that brought yeah. you closer to your parents because mm-hmm. I feel like if anybody can be vulnerable and transparent with me, mm-hmm. I automatically have a connection with them. Right. But if I feel you being like shady and right. real, like, eh, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm going to push you away a little bit. That wall comes yeah, up. that wall comes mm-hmm. up, man. So I yeah. think that was really dope for your parents, but now I applaud them for that one. For yeah, real. yeah, yeah. And, and those are things I didn't realize until I was a little older. Yeah, of course, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And then I just started to realize, like, man, I could talk to my mom about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's not yeah, it doesn't feel weird. It awkward. doesn't feel weird. It's like I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking to my bro over there. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's dope. Same with my dad. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it's just, I started to realize that everybody don't got that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm big on gratitude. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always think, like, even my parents, like, they don't have to do things. Like, you brought me into this world. Yeah, Anything yeah. after that is, like, that's a blessing. Right, that's a right, bonus. right. You yeah, don't have sure. to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's how I always looked at things. Mm-hmm. So, with my pops, it's just like, man, like, yeah, you brought me into this world, but you could have just left like everybody else. Like, Facts. your dad wasn't around. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I ask him that, like, you, you had no type of male figure in your life, but you chose to stay in mine. You think that was the reason why? I think that was the reason why. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm his only boy, so I guess that plays yeah, a part yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I mean? a big part in that. You know? Also, you think maybe your environment as well? Yeah. Because I've never been to Narsville before. Narstown. Narstown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but of course, I've heard. I've never been to Philly. I, I, mm-hmm. I want to go, so I, I'm making a trip. Yeah, soon as yeah, this whole COVID bro. stuff clear up, come, man, I'm, I'm coming up, man. I'm kicking, yeah. with, kicking with my boy. Kick it with me. And then, but and show me around, man. Mm-hmm. I don't eat beef or pork, but I'm going to try Philly. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I feel like it's only right. <laughs> I, I don't eat that either, so we good. I, feel like I got only, some vegan spots that we oh, Really? Yeah. Okay, where, 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 where? So we're on the same wavelength. Um, But yeah, just like, what was, what's that? What was like? What's, what is it like? I've driven through Philly, mm-hmm. but like, it was just like coming from Syracuse to go down south. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. You know what's funny? Because uh, like I said, my mom, she lives in Florida. She moved to Florida maybe like 2001, uh-huh. 2002. So she's been on there for a while. And it's like, even though she's from there, 
it's funny when she comes and visits, it's like, you know, down south, it's like space. Yeah. They have houses, yes. they have yards. Uh-huh. And Philly is like, it's or even tight. Norristown, yeah, it's row homes. You living on top of each other. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, little yeah. blocks. We call them blocks. Like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? So um, to answer your question, like what it was like, it was, it was just like, I mean, it sounds cliche, like kind of like how Meek be saying in a way. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really how it is. It's like you got people getting into things at a young age mm-hmm. because there's really no resources. Mm. You know what I mean? When so, you say like resources, what, what kind of resources are you talking about? Like after school programs. Really? You know what I mean? Like um, we have things like uh, like peewee football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. But there's not really like much after school programs. Um, the education systems is like... It's like a joke. Yeah, honestly, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like parents overwork. It's pretty much the same story everywhere else. It's just that it's so small and compact. It's so like if somebody has beef, it's like you right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know I don't know about it. You might live right in between the, the the madness. Really? Right. Yeah. So growing up, it was like um like me, I was blessed mm-hmm. to have friends where we was all on yeah. the same type of time where we just wanted to have fun, be right, with the girls, right, right. Yeah, yeah, make yeah. money, make a couple dollars. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So I was never like out there toting pistols and all yeah, that crazy yeah, yeah. nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But you know, I had people, close people around me that you know do and have done that. So how did you like distance yourself from that? Like you know, because growing up in that environment is hard sometimes. Like you know, they say your environment, you want to become your environment in a sense. Right, right. How did you like? What was it that kept you from not going that direction? Cause it's easy for somebody like you know because I almost slipped and started my when I got to college I almost Same. started yeah. selling drugs mm-hmm. I was a very popular kid in college um, my mm-hmm. homeboy was like man you know everybody's a little, little small town down because when I first moved down south um, went to a school called Lewisburg and it was a real small space and I was this close to selling drugs yeah I wasn't a drug dealer my parents probably looked at me halfway crazy if I was like yo what what are you doing yeah, yeah. but it was just like you said you know when you don't have anything. You just you do anything for yeah. what you're looking for. Yeah. Like, what was it? Your, what was your determining factor to say I just can't do it? I think it was. Um, I always knew what I wanted. Mm, okay. I think that's what it is. Like just being self aware. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, like I'm not saying like I'm an angel, and I'm not saying yeah, yeah, I'm a yeah. demon. But right, it's like right, I've done right, my, right. you know, like, as I've we all have. My, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But in the midst of doing it, I always knew like why. Like I always ask like why am I doing this? Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah, this yeah, thing, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm not somebody that like I don't make excuses for myself. If I mess up. It's like I'm putting a foot in my behind. Like, hey, why'd you do that? Yeah. That was dumb. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. that ain't. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah. that's how it always was for me. And like I said, I always knew what I wanted mm-hmm. at a young age. Like I see my mom struggle real bad, so yeah. it's like I always wanted to be like a P Diddy. Always wanted to be like. So you've always had this mogul inside of you. Yeah, always. Mm-hmm. And I always knew like if I do that, that's like if that's I'm going this way, way right? Well, it's just gonna knock me off track. Man. Now I can't help my mom out. Now I yeah, can't yeah, help yeah. My family. That's out. wise, man. You know what I'm saying? That's so, very wise because a lot of people won't make it. They won't make it to that that mindset. Yeah. And it's tough. And mm-hmm. you had to get that from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of times we don't know where we get it from. Yeah, that, that's that's a great point because I don't know. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Like, I come from, like I said, my dad worked at the post office. He just retired this year. He's no, been there before I was born. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even there, you know, my mom's always been in like the uh, hospital field, mm-hmm. so they got two regular jobs. They're not; they don't have that entrepreneur mindset. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My grandfather was a hustler, from all the stories that my mom tells me. But mm-hmm. I guess it's just like I said, just I don't know, knowing what I wanted. It's just weird. I guess maybe the experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, yeah, yeah, just for experiences sure. as a kid is like, yo, I know what I want. Mm. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, it's like being able to 
to, um, I guess, know what your blessings are. Like, I was mm. blessed to have friends, like yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't influencing me to do... They was on the same thing I was on. Like, yeah, trying yeah. to get money, right, have right. fun, and be around the, the chicks. That yeah, was it. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah, always yeah, our yeah. thing. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? We threw parties all the time. Okay. We paid for everything. Like, really? Yes, free parties, alcohol if you wanted. Like, we underage, but... You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. We would right. do that. So, Word. again, like, I was blessed. Like, I, I was blessed to have, like I said, like... Even though my parents went through what they went through, mm-hmm. I was blessed that they always kept it 100 with me. Yeah, yeah, age. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just, I love that about your parents, man. Yeah, I really too. do, and man. It's like that's something that's I mad respect. Older. Like, yeah. because I think the wisdom that they had as mm-hmm. young adults to impart that on their son and their daughters as well, it's just, I got to be real with you. Yeah. I think sometimes parents feel like they got to hide stuff from their kids because they don't want that to influence them. Right. But it's just, I believe we learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. And I feel like you learn from your parents' mistakes or mm-hmm. mishaps, we want to call them. Mm-hmm. And it give it gave you the wisdom yeah. to become the guy that we see right here on this podcast today. Because, yeah. like, you have ambition. You say you want to be like a did, you know, the mogul's inside of you. And you're in an environment that dictates otherwise. Right. And it's just, it takes a strong-willed individual. And I'm not saying, like, you didn't have your mishaps, of course, we all have them. Yeah, yeah, But it's just, man, I applaud you, for real. Oh, no, I appreciate that. I applaud that. you, yeah, because yeah. it takes a lot. Yeah. It takes that's a lot. people don't talk about. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's something that I say, too. Like, it's easy if somebody disrespects you to take it to the furthest extent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hardest yeah. thing to do is control your emotions. Yeah. And normally people that have great control over their emotions are like the most powerful people. I agree. You know what I mean? Like I agree. how could you like if if you know if you know what makes me upset, you mm-hmm. control me cuz oh, now sure. you got you know what button to push. You know, yeah. Now I'm going to jail, you got me out of here. Right, right, right. And you my whole life messed life. up. Right, yeah, right. My life messed up. Cuz I couldn't control my emotions. Exactly. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? man. So like how did you begin to start controlling your emotions? It was actually my dad because I couldn't control my emotions. Really? Yeah. Like, so like, before we get into that, then what were your emotions like? You said they were uncontrollable. Yeah, I wouldn't say uncontrollable. It was just that when things trigger me, it would just I would just um like act out of my character. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I said, I'm a real mellow person, so it, like my ten. It takes me a lot to get to my attention. Right, you know right, what I mean? right. Yeah, but yeah, it's just yeah. like I would have a short fuse. Like the smallest thing would irritate me, mm-hmm. and I'm either like raising my voice, yelling, or do you, you know think what I mean? like the smallest thing irritating you think is from a lot of built up aggression that you just never really put out? Yeah, I think so. Mm. I never even really like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ch- like even I guess uh, tried to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, like it's hard to understand your emotions as a kid. Yeah, because like at this age, I met this time. What? How old are you? Um, I'm probably this is like elementary school, so maybe like fourth, fifth grade. Maybe yes, that's like really hard nine, to do because you don't understand old. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you're, you're growing, yeah. and then of course you got stuff going on at home, stuff going on at school, mm-hmm. stuff going on in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and it's like, how am I supposed to shut this in? Yeah, how, you know, it's, it's no way possible. Mm-hmm. People say it's possible. I don't believe it's a hundred percent possible. I believe you know it's like fifty fifty in a sense, mm-hmm. where it's like fifty percent of you can try to say, okay, let me snatch this real quick and. Right. Let me hone in real quick on other 50% of saying, you know, I need your last shot because it's the only way I'm going to feel better. Right. And um, how do you like, what was your balance and what was your balance like in between that? Honestly, I don't even know. I think like my dad would just always tell me like, yo, you got to like, one thing about me is I'm impatient. Mm-hmm. Right. Me so too. he was always yeah, yeah. telling me like, yo, man, you got to like. You gotta be patient. Like, Teach me how to be patient. I'm, yeah. I'm like, that's like one of my that's one right. of my joint. Like, I'm I just, still learning too. Mm. But that was just the thing. It was like, um, 
um, just being impatient and like just caring what other people think. In yeah, a way. yeah. Because as a kid, everybody wants to be liked. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. So yeah. it's like, you know, and and most importantly, you always said like, be your own man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, those are like the biggest. Be your own man was probably like the biggest thing. Yeah, and I think that's what made me like mature more. Got you. you know got I mean? you. I, honestly, a lot of things. The way my relationship is with my parents is my mom is the one that gives the game verbally. Mm, okay. My mom's the one that had me like watching like Roots and yeah, like Shaka yeah, Zulu yeah. and all that. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reading, yeah, yeah. reading the Bible and uh-huh. stuff like that. My dad is more so like just you got to watch him, watch his moves. Like, gotcha. He's such a solid guy where uh-huh. it's like, you know what I mean? Like you just you paying attention like. You can learn pick him, up. You can learn. Pick it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, That's how yeah. he is. That's dope. You know what I mean? So when he's like, you know, you got to be your own man. Like mm-hmm. my dad, like never drank, never smoked. Like, wow. He was an athlete. Like, um, I don't know. He, dr- he didn't go to college or anything. Like mm-hmm. he graduated high school, but he always just did his own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Even when his friends were doing other things, his friends, just like every generation, his friends getting locked up, his friends strung out on drugs. Like, you know what I mean? So- in the middle of all that, he's just doing him. Going to work every day, coming home, watching ESPN, drink a beer now and again, work out, because that's his thing. Like, he just blocked out the noise. You know what I mean? I don't know if that's like a genetic thing. Maybe it's like- It's gotta be. You know, I don't know if I yeah. just got it from him or what, but like, that's just something that like, I just learned to pick up on. I just know like, mom's the one that's going, you know what I mean? She's like the fire. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, My yeah. more like the ice. He's just chilling. You know what gotcha. I'm saying? Like, so- just, I guess, just being conscious of that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dang. Yeah. Solid guy. Solid, man. Listen, I'm going to introduce you to my pops, man. I got to meet him. Yeah, <laughs> I got to meet you. him. You're going to see what dude. I'm doing. You think I'm cool. You're going to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, solid guy. Yeah. I've seen him on the ground. You know, he mm-hmm. posts him on the ground. You go in business, stuff like that. You know, um, yep, yep. solid guy, man. He raised a solid kid, man. Oh, He's become a great it. man. And so you're going from, so when did you move from um, Norristown to Philly? So I've been in. I lived in, so my mom lived in Philly. Mm-hmm. She lived in Norris. I moved to Philly. I lived in Philly maybe two years. Then then she moved from Philly to Florida. Gotcha. I just moved back to Philly um, really? last year. Okay, okay. Where like you I you said, Norris. I was in Norris. Okay, yeah. okay. So I was like, like I said, it's like 20 minutes. Oh, isn't that really like right really far? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I just got a spot um, in the city. Um, and, you know, it's funny because my, like, my friend that's here with me today, he always told me like, Yo, bro, come to the come to the city, man. Come get the yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Come get the city vibes and stuff like that. And I'm I'm at my job at the time. Like, uh-huh. I'm struggling. I'm paying rent. I'm in this 650 square foot apartment. I live different. Things are a little years. smaller up there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I mean? A little small thing, like washer and dryer not working. Like, you know just what I'm saying? Going through the boat, yeah. Yeah, just trying to figure things out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, cause I always knew, like, yo, I gotta be out here like doing something on my own. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, for sure. It took a little longer than I wanted to. Of course, course. It all, as it always you know does. What I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, um, so yeah, then I ended up just you know listening to him. Moved to the city, got a nice little spot in Fishtown, and just been chilling. Right. Yeah. So, um, you just had a daughter, right? Yeah, July sixteenth. Congratulations. Thank you. Eight thirty-eight p.m. Eight. Oh, that's my baby. You're, you're a real father. Yeah. That's my, <laughs> listen, man. That's my. How that's is my fatherhood, ride. man? Fatherhood is great. Hey, were you, any concerns? Um, as far as what? Just like being a father, um, because me being a father, um, at once upon a time, it scared me mm. bringing a child into this world that we have yeah. today. Because one, it scares me because of what I've experienced in life, 
and I don't want my child to have to experience that. Yeah. And then two, it's a crazy world to raise a child in nowadays. Like, you know, when you and I were growing up, yeah. it was like, things were cool. Like, you know, we just had, we had our neighborhood bullies. We had fun. Mm-hmm. We go to the corner stores and stuff like that. We would just kick and play sports, play basketball, go home. That was it. Yeah. That was my childhood. You know, it seemed like yours is pretty similar as well. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, these kids have so much access to everything. Yeah. Drugs in middle school. I have kids, I used to work with kids on, they selling drugs in middle school and elementary school, having sex in the, um, you know, elementary yeah. school. And it's just like, so many things that we weren't thinking about, or I, was, I wasn't thinking about, is now happening. Right. Did you have any of those fears as, you know, a, a dad, you know, a young dad at that, mm-hmm. bringing a, ch- a daughter into mm-hmm. this world? Like, you know, what were your thoughts behind yeah, that? Yeah, man. Like, uh, man, that's a great question. I just, I do have those fears. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I think my biggest fear is, like, what her rights are going to be mm. when she's older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I have confidence in how I'm going to raise her, and her right, mom right. is, like, is excellent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, word, word. You know what I mean? Um, that's my wife. So she already, like, has two solid parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my biggest fear is, like, yeah, yeah, especially having a daughter because, you know, as a guy, I've had my fair share. Yeah, like you, you know, just, you know exactly women. what you've done with, yeah, exactly. right. And I think that's why I got one. You know what I mean? Honestly, <laughs> truth be told. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I do fear that, but I think that's my job as her dad to give her the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early yeah. on, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, and that's kind of how, like I said, that's how my parents were. So yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of how my parenting style would be is like, I'll just keep it real from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, in a way that she can understand it. Yeah, yeah, for I sure. I can't pour it all on her at once, but I think that like gradually, I got to give her the game. Like, yo, this is what guys mean or this is how a guy should, you know what I mean, treat you. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, always, you know, respond more to actions because guys will say anything. Right, right, you right. Know what I'm saying? Like, if a guy really likes you, you'll know. You don't even have to yeah, yeah, second yeah. guess. You don't got to be blowing his mm-hmm. phone up or subbing him on the internet. Yeah, like, yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah, won't yeah. know. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right, like, right. You're going to uh-huh. know. Um, so I think <clears> that, like, like I said, I'm, I'm more fearful of, like, her rights. Mm-hmm. Cause the way the world is going now, yeah, yeah, because that's something that I can't control. True, you know what I mean. I can do what I can now as far as her father giving her the game, you know, building that financial foundation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know what the world is going to be like when yeah. she's my age. You know what I mean? Thirty years from what now. What do you, what do you want for your child? You know, it's uh, like you know, how old is she now? She'll she's seven weeks. She'll be two months. She'll be two months next coming week. next yeah. week. Sixteenth. You know, is there some things that you said I didn't get as a child that I would love my daughter to have? Two-parent household. Okay. That's what I want. I want my daughter to grow up with her mom and her dad. I want that, like, that old school. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's like me and, you know, me and my girl, we, we like, a perfect match. You know what I'm saying? How'd you meet? College. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? We met in college. So, you know, our morals are so similar. Like, we grew up completely different. Really? It's funny. Yeah, we grew up. You got like, the same I, morals. Yeah, like I grew up like kind of like rough a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, she yeah. She grew up more like, you know, she she grew up in Puerto Rico, so she grew up rough too. Mm. Just a different type. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, like morally, we're both like the same. Like we both believe like what's right is right. What's wrong is wrong. Like yeah, our yeah, moral yeah. compass. Is, right, is, right. It's damn near the same. So That's odd I, that you find something like that yeah so i think that that's what i want for her i want her to grow up with her parents mm-hmm. you know what i mean mom and dad both own businesses you know what i mean she sees mom doing her own thing yeah because i'm yeah. big on that too i'm not that guy where it's like 
as I gotta, a couple. I got to be the yeah, head honcho, yeah, like, you know, you be right. the housewife, and I go, I'm the yeah. breadwinner. Uh-huh, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's dope, man, because yeah. a lot of guys, they think that way, and I think mm-hmm. we as men got to control that, and we got to put that to the side. Yeah, I, I feel like we can do thing. Yeah, oh, it's definitely an ego thing. It's an ego thing, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? You don't, sure. want your, you don't want to put your woman on game because you think she's not going to need you. Right, right, Cause right. Because deep down, you know that's all you're giving her is the money. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I tell, I tell my girl all the time. Like I'm always trying to get her to, you know, putting her on new books to read, mm-hmm. buying courses. And what's her? She has a business now. She, uh, me and her have a cleaning business together. Word, really? Yeah, we own a commercial cleaning business. Okay. Uh, we both quit our job around the same time. When'd you quit? Um, July 26. This year, 2019. Oh, 19. Yeah. Oh, you got for a little minute then. A little minute. That listen, that social proof uh, conference changed everything, bro. Like that was 2018. Yeah, 18. Yep. Yep. And a year later, you was out. Out, out of there. I told you, I stayed longer than I really wanted we, to. We I, all do. Yeah, like I been was like, yo, let me get out of here. <laughs> yeah, man. yeah, like, yeah. You know, things happen and I got to prepare myself. Uh-huh. You know, yep, man. yep. Mm-hmm. Things happen when they're supposed to. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we own a cleaning business together, you know. What's the company called? It's called the Cleaning Commission. Word. Yeah. What y'all? made you want to start getting the cleaning? Do you, are you, like, do you do the cleaning or? Yeah, so now we have... Uh, People that do the cleanings for okay. us, 1099, contractors. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and we do have a contract that we still do. Okay, okay. Um, but, yeah, so we do that. Uh, and we honestly started, it was like an idea from a friend of mine. Like I said, I was ready to go. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm at the point where, all right, I have the mindset already. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I already have the hustle and the drive. Mm-hmm. So, like, all I really needed was something to put that behind so I yeah, can go yeah, yeah. just as a vehicle. Right, nobody right, Nobody wants right. to clean. Nobody wants to do none of that. I'm not like that. I'm more like... Pretty boy want to get dressed up, yeah, smell yeah, good yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah, Always yeah, got to yeah. have a fresh cut. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like, so to me, it's like I'm willing to give all that. Up. I just need to get up out of here so I can. One, I need to get the experience for sure. That's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then number two is like I need to use that as a key to open up other doors, mm-hmm. whether that's real estate, whether that's you know the marketing business that I have now, whether it's cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's the mindset I had going into it. So I was yeah. like, listen, if I got clean and I had a conversation with my lady, she like, let's do it. Like, you know what I mean? That's solid. Yeah. So I was like, all right, quit my job. And then she quit uh, December. Mm-hmm. So a couple months after me. And then boom, pandemic hit right after. So pandemic hits. Mm-hmm. Got a cleaning company started in 2019. Rona hits. What's what's going on? What's going on? like? How is it? How are you guys surviving? Man, listen. I know you don't want to go back to a job. Nah, bro. <laughs> listen, I say this all the time. I say this to my little sister because she's like just like me. Mm-hmm. Listen, if you want something bad, you cannot be like prideful. No, I'm not going to do this. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, do that. Yeah. Listen, so I quit my job in July. I didn't really get my first contract till like October, November. So what you doing from I'm in between doing, time? I'm doing Amazon Flex. I'm doing, my homie put me on to, uh, this is funny, selling coupons out of newspapers, like the inserts. You're selling coupons out of newspapers. Listen, bro, there's people making hundreds of thousands of dollars doing that. My friend put me on. So you're going to get the Sunday paper. Or but the, I'm or getting it. This is, it's really, uh, it's illegal, uh, honestly, but. It's illegal legal? It's illegal. <laughs> we ain't gonna but, talk about it. <laughs> no, 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 listen. We can talk about it. All right. But um, so yeah, you get the Sunday paper, but I'm getting it Wednesday in bulk. 
I'm not going to go into too much yeah, detail. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah, called, yeah. They're, called, they're called coupon fairies. Like, you see people that go to, like, they use coupons and they buy all this stuff in bulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's, like, a market for Oh, so, so the people who need the coupons to... And you got people, you saw them a dollar a coupon. There's people that want a thousand coupons. You know what I'm saying? Or you could sell them 50 cent a coupon, 75 cent a coupon. So, I was doing that and I was doing Amazon Flex. Yeah, yeah. Still going door to door, hustling my cleaning business. Like, I would put on my blazer literally Monday to Friday. Like, on Sundays, I'll make a list. 20 businesses to go to. 20 Monday all the way to Friday. So, 100 a week. So, I would do that. That would be my thing. I put on a blazer. I'm going door to door around the neighborhood. Got my business card. I created, like, door hangers to put on doorknobs. So, I'm just hustling the cleaning business, trying to get contracts. But then, I'm doing my Amazon Flex. And I'm trying to sell these coupons on Facebook Marketplace. Um, that that ended up, you know, I was able to pay my bills, pay my rent. Yeah, of course, yeah, rent, yeah. I was late on rent like two months straight. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just going to be fully transparent. Like, I got a video on my phone and it's funny. I'm going to download it and I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but mm-hmm. something told me to document it. I got a phone, I got a video on my phone where I got the coupons. I ain't have a shape up in like three, four months <laughs> looking crazy. Like, I'm stressed out. Yeah, I put up yeah, my bank yeah. account. I got negative on my bank account. So you hurting. Like, what, are you, what are you feeling through all of this, I'm feeling like my because time is coming. It's like you got the job and the the guaranteed check because right. that's that's the hardest part about leaving a job. Because right. that was my hardest thing was like I don't know what it's gonna look like. Yeah, and I know the jobs provided me the check the fifteenth and the thirtieth because I work for the state, mm-hmm. health insurance, mm-hmm. benefits, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You quit the job, you're in. You know, you're doing the flex, Amazon flex, coupon joint. Still trying to, you know, push out the cleaning business out there. Right. And, but there's also a mental side of everything yeah. in entrepreneurship. Yeah. That a lot of people forget about before they jump out there. What was the moment where, did you have a moment where you almost broke and was like, yo, like, I can't do this no more. Like, you, did you snap? Did you like have a moment of depression? Like, what was that part like? Because that's Dang. a lot, man. The hustling is, a is a, hustling is a lot. Yo, it's a lot. And then you got to add on the, the lack of sleep on top yeah. of all that. Because it's like, you don't want to sleep too much. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you feel like you're you missing out on some things. Yeah, bills got to get paid. But um, my biggest thing was, man, I didn't want to let my girl down. Because it was like, we had that conversation. Mm-hmm. And like, I know that she like leans on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For things like that. Mm-hmm. And she like believes in me and has faith in it. So... I just didn't, and I would do that if it was like my homie, if me and you did something. Yeah, yeah. And you like, yo, bro, like I'm leaning on you because you this is your thing. You know, you this is more your lane. Like, mm-hmm. and then you quit your job. And yeah. You put it all, all chips on the table. So for me, it was like I don't want to let her down. Right, you know right. I mean? Because yeah. like I can handle it. Like yeah, if I gotta yeah. live in my car. Of course, it's gonna suck. I'm yeah. gonna handle it. Right, 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 right. That's right. what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. Live in my car, go to a homeless shelter, whatever. But I can't have her doing that. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that was my mindset. That's why I was like. Selling the coupons and the Amazon and stuff. I never thought like, I never was like, I'm going back to work. Mm-hmm. I knew that I was like, my time is coming. You know what I mean? And it was that just, was just kept pushing you. Yeah, because I I truly believe like once you set your mind on something like, okay, like I'm big on affirmations, mm-hmm. prayer. I'm I'm cool with all that stuff, but it's like none of that stuff matters if you're not putting you in the work. If you don't put that foot yeah. forward, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. But that's the that's the secret sauce is like mm-hmm. you saying your affirmations, yeah, and you putting it out there that this is what I want to do, and then you put that foot forward towards it. That's when it happens. That's when it happens. But uh-huh. you gotta realize they say God don't talk; He whisper. Mm. Things get rough 
for that reason. Yeah, it's yeah, not a yeah, coincidence yeah. that like, yo, you put your mind to something and then like you go through that little rough patch first. Mm-hmm. It's like a little test. Like, yo, do yeah. you really want that? Right, or right, is it right. Like, you know what I mean? And it's also like, all right, you're going to get to there, but you can't get to that right now because you're mm-hmm. not ready. If you go to there right now, it's going to be catastrophic. So what was it like, you know, you say, because you just said like, if you go there mm-hmm. and you get it now, you're not ready. Not ready. Did you know that you weren't ready for what you what you have now? Looking back on it, yeah. um, yeah. Okay. I do. Okay. I do because like you said, I come from that nine to five job thing. Like I've always been like a hustler, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my, me and my friends, we, you know, we used to sell t-shirts, we squirt paint on t-shirts. Really? And it dry, we sell it. That was like middle school. Like mm-hmm. me and my uh my stepbrothers, we used to sell candy at school, like Selling so you all, you've had it inside of you always, always, always. But you know, I went to college, and uh-huh. you know, they tell you like, oh, you gotta get a job. Like you're That's spending this money for a reason. Yeah, you spend this money, you go out there, get a job. Yeah, like and it's but it's just that wasn't enough for you. Nah, that wasn't enough, man. Because it's just like I seen like like I seen my dad wake up two two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. He worked he worked at the post office. Yeah, you waking up two three in the morning every day. Like I see my mom like work. 40, 50, 60 hours and still like can't make ends meet. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was like, oh, like I like that. Like I said, I like to have fun. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like to look good. I like mm-hmm. to dress. Like, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to be just living paycheck to paycheck. And I got nice. this guy like talking over me and yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, even though yeah. in my job, I'm thriving. Like I'm moving up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think like I was always prepared for it because even at my job, I wasn't the guy that went in like and just did the bare minimum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm always, what's the next promotion? What's right. the next promotion? Mm-hmm. I quit, actually, because I got the highest I could go. I worked gotcha. in insurance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I got to the highest. Um, I was, like, processing claims and stuff. Like, I went to India. They sent me overseas. Really? Yeah, for work, everything. Oh, you were killing it. Yeah. But, but then it was, like, it was a ceiling. I couldn't go no further. They're not mm. paying me more, but the work the workload is definitely double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not paying me. They're not compensating me for it. So, I was, like, if I'm doing all that, if I'm waking up at 4 a.m. every day, and coming in on Saturdays, I could do that at my job. I'm working 6 a.m., no, 5 a.m. to like 6 at night. Every Seven day? Monday to Friday. And then I will come in like 6 a.m. on a Saturday. I do like a 6 to 12 just for some overtime money. Um, but it's like, damn, if I'm doing that here and I'm making five grand a, a month. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if I did that same exact thing for myself. Mm. You know what I mean? You can 10x that. Yeah. And the whole time I'm thinking that, Boom, social proof conference comes up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's when it was like. That's when it really clicked like, okay, that's when you, it clicked. you got something. Yeah. That's when it clicked where I was like, real estate and all that other stuff ain't mm-hmm. the only way people out here getting money. That's true. The way that, you know, the way yeah. that conference was. Yeah, yeah. You setting up, I'm in a room. I'm t- and I'm telling my man this uh, earlier. It's the first and only conference I've ever been to. Where it was like you networking, of mm-hmm. course, but then it's like a classroom setting on. They got a guy I made a million dollars selling on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh-huh. Facebook ads. Then Nikki Saunders there talking about the social media stuff. Yeah, yeah. Then Boniface, and you know what you I mean? See so many avenues. Yeah, you see different avenues. I'm like, wait a minute, like she runs a social media page and she's making how much? And all she's doing is being on her phone. Then I talked to Nikki. You know, I'm talking to her outside, and she's putting me on like. Social media stuff, and I'm like, yeah, what? Shout out, a, shout out to Nikki. Shout out to Nikki because yeah. man, Nikki, she gives so much game. Yeah, like inside outside, like, you know, you meet her. Like Nikki's the same. Like, there's some people that you know, they're one way on social media and they're mm-hmm. different in person. 
Nikki's always been solid since the day I first met yeah, Nikki. She only met her that one time, and she was exactly the same. And she's how, still like, the same. Yeah. Just cool, calm, collective, mm-hmm. and just, just won't put you on game. Like, yeah. Nikki just slid my deal. I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you. Shout out to what you're doing. Yeah. And you don't get that too often from people yeah. because it's like I'm sometimes cool. when you jump into entrepreneurship, it's lonely. Yeah. Because sometimes you feel like I'm on this grind by myself, or it's like you keep it to yourself because you don't want to express your emotion that you're feeling inside entrepreneurship. Right. And you said social proof showed you the different ways and different avenues to make money. Because like I said, I always thought it was only one way to make money, which is yeah. a nine to five. Nine to five, yeah. There were no entrepreneurs in my life. Mm-hmm. There were, you know, my grandfather, he had a paint company, but he still had a nine to five. Like he worked two jobs. Okay. A county job and then some other job he had. My dad had a nine to five, still has a nine to five to this day. Mom, nine to five, same exact thing. But it's just environment. We go back to environment. Yeah. Environment pretty much shifts everything for you. So, you know, you said social proof pretty much did it for you, man. Like, like mm-hmm. let's talk about that process for you at social proof where it just clicked and you were like, okay, I found my thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just like I said, I've always so I graduated college 2013. Mm-hmm. 2014, I started like joining, you know, real estate investment groups. What'd you major in? Uh marketing. Ah. And it's crazy because okay, okay, okay. that's not even why I got into digital marketing. Really? It just came full circle. Yeah, I got into marketing because I always wanted to do something in business, but I wanted to do something that had to involve like using my creativity. Okay, okay. And you know what I mean? Stuff yeah, like, yeah, I didn't want to yeah. be like an accountant or like be in finance and stuff. I wanted to do something like, I guess, fun in a sense. Mm-hmm. But that had to do with business. That makes sense. Um, but it ended up coming full circle. Um, but uh, yeah, what's your question again? I just <laughs> so you know, you said social proof pretty much like oh, yeah, how you find proof. that thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, so 2013, so 2014, I'm in real estate groups, I learned mm-hmm. how to wholesale real estate, or okay, yeah, so like early on, I learned about mm-hmm. wholesaling, um, so got into that, um, you know, doing music, mm-hmm. like all types of stuff, trying to find my groove, and then like I would say, I came across a social proof uh podcast, and then like, um that whole process was like, like I said, I'm ready for entrepreneurship. I just don't know mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. what vehicle to use. I yeah, know yeah. anything that I touch, I'm going to... Yeah, you're going to excel in I'm going to excel yeah, in it yeah, I'm going to yeah. put my all in it. But for it's sure. like this time, I'm so used to... I've been working since I was 14. Mm-hmm. So like, it's always been trading my time for money. Right, right, this right. This time it was like, man, I want to find something that I enjoy, mm-hmm. that I can travel and still make money. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, be with yeah. my family or mm-hmm. be with my homies. Like... And when I, the social proof uh, conference, that made it click for me. Like, yeah, this is possible. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? It's like a room full of people that are all like, you know, doing these different things outside of, you know, what we hear about, like you said, nine to five or just like real estate. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Seems yeah. like the big thing everybody wants to do, mm-hmm. which I believe everybody needs to get into real estate. Definitely. Definitely. But it's like, if you can make a hundred thousand a month selling t-shirts using facebook ads like why not you know what i mean or managing somebody's social media account or mm-hmm. buying cryptos like it's kind of like you use that and then you could buy your real estate yeah it doesn't always have to be like just do real estate path. first and yeah. then do anything second it's right. pretty much you saw the flip side of it was like yeah. let me do what i'm passionate about first mm-hmm. and then go into the other things that you know that brings in residuals as well yeah and something that i can get into right now yeah yeah because yeah. i'm big on that like i'm big on like ideas and stuff but like my biggest thing is like when you come up with an idea, I always say take your shovel out and dig deeper. Like, okay, we got the mm, idea. Okay, How do okay. we get this off the ground? Ooh, right? okay, okay, you got okay. Five hundred. All right, say this building costs ten thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, only yeah. got five hundred to your name. Like, We're not about to right sit now. around and wait. Yeah, till we yeah, get yeah. Ten thousand. Like, uh-huh. What can we get with this five hundred dollars right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get us to that, you know what I'm saying? It's uh-huh. a step. 
Everybody's a step. We down here right now. We're yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. up here, but we can't get up here without going to the so step two, step three. What's your process? You say you're digging the shovel into the ground, like you, you, you're you getting yeah, to it. Yeah. What's Don's process to somebody who say, I, I want, like, you know, who's in the space that you were in, mm-hmm. who um, they're trying to just figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they're realizing, like, okay, there's these, all these avenues I can make money. There's right. YouTube. Yeah. There's Facebook ads. Yeah. There's Shopify. There's real estate. There's mm-hmm. speaking, you know. What's Don's way of saying let me just figure out one thing and then we gonna go we gonna go 120 with this. Uh my thinking is, man, like uh and it's, that's a good point that you just made. There's so many different things that I think it can paralyze you. Mm-hmm. Cause now you're you spraying yourself too thin because you're trying to read about you trying to master the crypto and yep. you're trying to master the Facebook ads mm-hmm. and you're trying to master the stocks all at the same time, yeah. where it's like you gotta just Remember, like, you're going to be great at whatever you choose. Like, I don't, right. there's not like a doubt in my mind where it's like, oh, it might not work. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you put 100% in, like, you know when you're giving 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know when you're giving 80. Mm-hmm. So you can't fool yourself. That's the trick, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't yeah. fool yourself and, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, yeah, you might have picked up a book this week and read something. Right, 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 right. But that don't really count towards you making something happen. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think it's just, you know, you got to pick just that one thing. Mm-hmm. You can always do the other things. So how do you pick just one thing when there's so much out here and we got that shiny yeah. object syndrome? I pick the thing where um, I think it serves the most people and it has to be fulfilling to me at the mm. same time. Yeah, That's yeah. how I pick Facebook ads. Okay, okay. Like I could do I could do cryptos. I could do that. And I am going to do that stuff. I am currently doing that stuff. But uh-huh. with Facebook ads, like I said, I always traded my time for money. Mm-hmm. This time it was like, I want to enjoy what I do and I want to be able to help. Yeah. So with, the, with my agency, I don't... If I'm not getting results from my client, mm-hmm. I don't get paid for one. That's and it true. like makes me look bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a business where it's like really like I'm on the line. You gotta study this game. I gotta study this game. And and you know, with Facebook and Instagram is algorithms, they change all the time. Mm-hmm. So whenever Instagram updates something or Facebook, you gotta be on it. So does the ads manager. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, all yeah, the, yeah. All yeah. that's part of the same system. So now your ads may mm-hmm. not be com- converting the way. So like you said, I got to be in, I got to be studying all the because time. Because the new iOS 14 messed up a lot of people. A lot of people. So like, how did you, for your, like, how was that for you and your clients? I, uh, actually, we, we took a hit. I'm not even going to lie to you. Mm. It took a hit because, well, for one, like, if you've been reading about it, like, Facebook and um and Apple, they've been at war for, like, 10 years. Really? 15 years, yeah. They've been at war for a while. I didn't and, know like, that. You know, Apple. That makes sense now, though. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Zuckerberg and at the time, Steve Jobs, it was always bumping heads. Really? Yeah. So Apple's big on privacy. Yes. Facebook goes against that because of, you know, the way they're able to track our data mm-hmm. through the platforms. Right. So, of course, Facebook brings in so much revenue and it's one of the biggest apps on the App Store. Of course, Apple can't just pull the plug and be like, you know what? We done with Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah because Apple really holds the power. They got the app store. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Facebook could try to build an app store, but it's not going to be an Apple. Right, right, app right, store. right, right. You know what I'm saying? So they kind of got to bow down, honestly. They kind of call it I wonder checkmate. what that would be like if Apple was like, well, we got to pull the plug. Yo, it would, it would probably be bad for them too because like I said, like Facebook has so much data even though they're, they're big on privacy, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on now, Siri listens to everything we say. Facts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I just think it wouldn't be smart for Apple because, mm-hmm. like I said, Facebook got so much data. They bring in so much revenue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just that they kind of spank Facebook a little bit. Like, listen, y'all don't want to comply. So now we come out with this iOS 14, 
which now when you open up an app, a new app or an app that you haven't used in a while, it's going to ask you, do you want such and such app to uh, track your data? You push yes or no. Most people are going to push what? No. No. So now when you're running ads, the, the biggest thing about ads is being able to track data. So they can no longer throw these ads like, you know, we're sitting here talking about T-shirts. Right. And how all of a sudden, randomly, I just get a T-shirt ad right. on my joint. Right. Now, you still can. Yeah. But okay. it's just being able to to maneuver and pivot around it. So how does that work? So, like, how does it work to where you're saying, I still can get a T-shirt ad, but Facebook's big on privacy? See, the trick is, right? And this is going to be in my course, but I'm okay. going to give it to you, right? The, the, the trick is, mm-hmm. right, the, the, the issue with Apple and Facebook is Facebook has something called a Facebook pixel. Right, right. right? Yep. Uh-huh. Which... Um, are you familiar with it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Some people yeah, might yeah. not be familiar with it. So yeah, break it down for you. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, Facebook yeah. Pixel is pretty much a code that you put that you embed on your website. Mm-hmm. So when somebody um, comes to your website, it'll tell you if a visitor came to your site. It even gives you data like what specific items. So if you're selling your T-shirts, it'll tell you what specific shirts are getting the most traffic. Mm-hmm. Men versus women demographics, like a bunch of bunch of data. So with the new update now, Apple doesn't allow Facebook to track off of the app. Mm-hmm. So anything off of Facebook, off limits pretty much, is what Apple is saying. Yeah, yeah. Right, because people are going to your site, and like you said, now they look at a shirt, and now they go on Facebook, and that same shirt is there. That's what the pixel, but the trick is, and it's kind of what Instagram is doing with trying to, uh, I guess, incentivize the creator, the entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. Mm, right? Okay, okay, okay. So what the trick is, you keep the engagement on the app. Right, the mm-hmm. pixel still tracks. Don't get me wrong; it just it'll only track the people that allow you to track it. So if most people are saying no, mm-hmm. you can have people that are buying still all day, but that data isn't going to transfer over through your pixel mm-hmm. if they opted out. Yeah, now, yeah, if they yeah, opted yeah. in, it was like, yeah, sure, track me. Then everything's still the same. Right, right, right. But like you said, most people are going to say no. So you said the trick is the engagement. The engagement, right? So what you do is um, you kind of like look at it as your sales funnel. So mm-hmm. you want to warm up your funnel. Right. So what I'll do is and and this was like a thing that people wouldn't do before iOS 14. It would just be straight conversion. You go straight for the kill, straight for the sell. Yeah. 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 Now it's like you kind of got to warm it up. So now like you will run like a brand awareness campaign where mm-hmm. your objective isn't to make money. It's just on this. But you know that when you see this logo, that's. Yeah. I'm going to put this something. dope piece of content out. I'm going to send it out there mm-hmm. to as many people as possible. And I want as many people as possible to click on my ad, like it, comment, share it. All that data is fair game because yeah. it's on the app. Now I could just retarget those same people the same way I would with the pixel, right? Of course we want the pixel to work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. But as a workaround, we keep we we create more engaging content, which means we provide more value now. And the engaging content is more so like that stuff that's gonna make me stop. Right. Leave a comment. Yep. Hit the like, love, mm-hmm. share it, share it, all yep. that stuff. Mm-hmm. So what does that content look like? So what I would say is the content, of course, has to be appealing to the eye. So, you mm-hmm. know, you got your colors, you know, your blues, your yellows, your reds, your oranges. But honestly, it's just really giving free value mm-hmm. to whatever it is. Like I have an ad running right now and I'm actually going to do a video about this when I get back home. I have an ad running right now. And one thing about my videos that I like is that I show like I'm spending money, too, just like y'all. Yeah, I, see, I see ads all the time. Yeah, sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah. Being, sure. I'm not that guy that's going to be like, yo, it's, oh, it's going to work. work every single time. Yeah, now nah, yeah, you're going to yeah. spend some money, especially in the beginning because you got to warm up. So what do you say? So somebody who wants to get into like, you know, the digital aspect of selling their brand or their product or service, 
what's a nice little number that they need to be ready to invest on Facebook ads? Yeah. Um, I you, say, you just do solely just do Facebook ads, or you do Facebook and Instagram? Facebook, well, Facebook bought Instagram, so right. whatever you do on Facebook it's ads, it transfers over. Okay, Instagram. okay, okay. And now I'm I'm getting into TikTok ads. Hmm. TikTok ads are like what Facebook was in 2016, 2015. Like the numbers are really good. Okay, it's a little cheaper. Like you're like whatever you're targeting, that's what like yeah, there's no yeah, tricks yeah, yeah. or anything. Like right, right. It's just gonna eventually work. it's gonna get watered down. Yeah, 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 for sure. Now I'm getting into it, you know, mm-hmm. a little early, so you know, taking advantage of that. But I would just say, as far as a budget, I would just say like I say five dollars a day, and I always say that. You so the five dollars a day still works. Yeah, you can go as low really? as a dollar a day, three dollars a day, but I keep it at five dollars a day only to test. And that's for brand awareness port- portion. That's, only. that's for anything. Really? Yeah. So the selling portion. I can still sell all five dollars a day. Five dollars a day. Because some people say that don't work no more. Nah, it works, but you have to test more. Okay. Like, like the Facebook ads is about testing. Now, the thing about the budget is you spend more. When you spend more, you get the data quicker. That's really what it is. Got you. That's really so what it really is. if you really want the data, you're going to put in 100 a day. Right. If you want the data today, yeah, you won't spend $100 a day. Gotcha. That's to get the data today. So to get the data, how much time do you need, how much money and time do you need to put into the ads? It's like a week, six months, If I'm doing month? the $5 a day, what used to be three to five days, you probably uh-huh. run it for like seven to 10. Seven to 10 right. days. Days, right. Okay. So what you're really looking for is like, what's converting? What are people clicking on? Right. So I might run three to five ads at a time. Okay. First three days, these ones, I'm getting some clicks, some engagement. These ones, they ain't doing that, and I cut those off. Okay. Right? When it starts to converting a sale, like, okay, I got one sale, I'm going to put more money into that ad. Got you. Got right? you. Then I'm going to create a lookalike audience. Right? That's, so a lookalike audience is what? A lookalike audience is it's the data that Facebook stores on. All right, so say I buy your shirt. Mm-hmm. And the things that I engage on my social media page is, let's say, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm-hmm. Um, let's just say Forbes magazine. Okay. And let's just say like hip hop music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Just to keep it simple. Now, let's say I bought your shirt. What Facebook is going to do is, all right, this person bought your shirt. I'm going to go find 2 million, 3 million, 5 million other people that also like Forbes magazine, that also like, you know, those other things that I named. Ah, because okay, like minded okay. individuals hang together. Yeah, eat the yeah, same yeah, food, yeah. Go to yeah. the same bars. So uh, that's the look. So there's of a whole psychology behind it's this. The psychology behind it. That's why, I like, I get DMs all the time. Man, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's like, for one, you gotta have patience. Yeah. And for two, it's about data. These, like I say it on um, some of my videos, like, Facebook is a data company. You gotta yeah, get yeah, the yeah. social media out of your mind. Right, like, right, right. That right. was five, six, seven years ago, ten years ago. Now they're like, listen, who's clicking on what? Who's engaging with what? So those clicks inside of the ad that you're running, it's like behind the. The backspace, people, you know, which we don't see. Yeah. But I know, like, I've seen that. I run some ads. My homeboy, he been running some ads for me as well. Mm-hmm. And then you see the clicks. Mm-hmm. The clicks is kind of like what you want to focus on, right? Yeah, right, right. Okay, okay. So the clicks is what you want to focus on. Of course, like, a click doesn't mean somebody uh, bought. Right, right, right. But, but it's that's still what, a potential customer. Right. That's That will be like a warm lead, right? Gotcha. But then okay, you got to okay. retarget. A lot of people don't. Take advantage of ah, retargeting. So the retargeting is what pretty much because what is like you, they see an ad how many times before they actually buy. Everybody's different, but the average person got to see it like five, six times. Really? Yeah. Unless it's something really dope, really unique mm-hmm. that stands out. Like somebody got to see your stuff like five, six times. But what I try to do is I do uh, video ads, right? And I heard those do better. The video ads and the psychology behind that is you got to think. Everybody's scrolling, right? It takes something to make somebody stop scrolling, mm-hmm. right? Then 
to watch your video. And I just did a test. Like, like I said, I'm going to do a video on this. I got an ad running right now. It's eight minutes long. Eight minutes long? Yeah, and I did that on purpose. And I'm not selling anything. I'm like, you know what? I want to see how many people watch at least four minutes of this video. Four minutes is a long time to stop and watch an ad. And like the numbers are crazy. I'm on an eight minute on an video. Eight minute video. What are you talking about? I'm just talking about what we're talking about now. Facebook ads, how it could be beneficial, look alike audience. Smart. Give the value. Mm. So now they're engaged, like, what? Right? The set the money's on the back end, it's never on the front end. For sure. So if somebody watches, I think it was like three thousand people watched hundred percent of my video. It's been up like ten days. It's like three thousand people watch an eight minute video. So that tells me these people are highly interested. So now That's when it's a time good to, number. Right. So now when it's time to sell an ebook, you know what ah, I mean? But you then got that data. It's straight it's strategy, right? Oh, so now okay, I can okay. eliminate the other people and only target the people that watch hundred percent. So now like I can offer I can offer them something, you know, something cheap. Yeah. Nineteen dollar book, you buy that. Cool, I got this course coming out. That might be whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? If they if they stop and watch, like I said, even four minutes of the video. That's worth looking into. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Versus like the traditional way of people, they just post. And I'm all for organic all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you got to ask yourself, Apple's organic. Mm-hmm. They running ads like crazy. Yes. Amazon running ads like crazy. You can't go a day without seeing an Amazon ad. Facts. They don't have to. They could go straight organic. Yeah, yeah. You got to ask yourself why. It's because it's so cheap. Super Bowl. You had to be like a... Multi-million dollar uh, business Just to, to get, get an ad on ad. there. Now, yeah. like, people during the commercials, they ain't watching the commercials. They on their phone. They on Facebook, yep. Instagram. You got to go where the attention is. Ah, so during Super Bowl time, they're not just doing TV no more. It's like during Super Bowl, when the game is on, mm-hmm. we're throwing ads at everybody. So, like, when the game is on, the ads are probably light. Right. But when it's commercial time, we're shooting our same commercials. Mm-hmm. To the Facebook audience and the Instagram audience. Right. And the good thing about that uh, is now the little small mom and pop shop can compete in a sense. They can or can't? They can. How? Because now it's like with the internet, there is no gatekeeper. Oh. There's no gatekeeper. Yeah, 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 like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm doing a traditional commercial, it's like uh-huh. it's a process. Yeah, I gotta yeah, have, yeah, first yeah, of all, yeah. I gotta have a bankroll. Facts. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's number one. Number two is like, like, like you gotta meet certain requirements and all that. Yeah, you gotta do that on Facebook and all that. Yeah. But it's like, I could shoot an ad during Super Bowl Sunday and you scrolling, you see my ad just like you see Coca-Cola's ad. That's what I mean by competing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they're probably going to go for the mom and pop versus the Coca-Cola because I see Coke every day. I can get a Coke. I may not see this again. Right. So it's like Ah. if you got a skincare line, you compete with Sephora now. Super Bowl Sunday, whatever, NBA Finals, whatever, whatever the, the, whatever event makes the advertising budget higher, Uh you can now compete. If I got a skincare line, I can compete with Mac and Sephora. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're way bigger than me, of course. But it's like if my content is dope and I got the reviews, the social proof, the yeah, back yeah, up, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And people see it's all natural. Like my, I have something that Sephora don't got. So it's like now somebody that was shopping at Sephora all this time, now they coming and rocking with you. So it's like Man. who's really the big dog yeah, at the end yeah, of the day? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm doing that this on my basement. That is dope. That's why I like ads because it's like, you know, they say most people, we're all mostly first generation wealth. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like behind like 400 years. So it's like, this is like, yeah, we ain't got time to just be we like playing up. around. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Twiddling twiddle our fingers. Like, nah, man, we're going to put this 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 product, the service in front of people that are interested. That's it. I'm not worried about 
Ray Ray and them around the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shaniqua yeah. and them. Like, even if we hang out every day, mm-hmm. that don't mean you my my target. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I speak so heavy on it. So I'm glad you said that. You said people you can kick it with every day, they're not your target. Yeah. Why is that? Because I think a lot of people believe that I need to target people who are just like me. Nah, that's see, that's where you... Because what is just like me, first of all? True. You know what I mean? Because we're always evolving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and just because you hang out with somebody every day, that doesn't mean that, like, yeah, you share a certain interest. Mm-hmm. But it might be like, you know, I like my I like my jeans to fit a certain way. Yeah. And you like yours to fit a certain right, way. Right, right, right. We homeboys. We kick it every day. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you eat... You eat what you eat, I eat what I eat. Uh-huh. Like, you know what I'm saying? I haven't ate chicken, steak, pork. I haven't ate that in like seven years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got friends that still eat that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think that targeting your friends and family is cool in the beginning. Yes. And they're going to support you because they love you. They right, right, you. right, right. But that's not like sustainable. Yeah, eventually gotta, it fades away. Yeah, you got to go where the strangers are at. Mm. You know what I mean? People that don't know who you are. Yeah. Right? Because they might have a bigger need for what you're selling. It's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, like, neglect the people that actually, like, if you have a dope skincare line, mm-hmm. like, my homie, skin might be flawless already. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, like, yeah. it might be somebody in Omaha, Nebraska that that needs what, I, that I'm, that needs what I'm selling. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I need to run these ads to get in front of that person. You know what I mean? Because I'm helping them at the end of the day. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? But they won't know unless I show them. So, you're killing the ad game right now. I'm trying, man. It's a, it's a, it's, listen, man, it's, it's definitely an everyday grind because things change so much. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But it's something that I'm excited about. So I don't mind like researching it. Like, I got to talk about this stuff all day. Really? I could break down like whatever, you could throw anything and I'm going to tell you like how I run an ad. So is there anything <laughs> that can't have an ad? Listen, anything that requires a human interaction at the end, you can run an ad on. Really? Yeah, I, and I highly suggest running an ad on it, even if you have a lot of engagement. All right, so I got this video of my homeboy just shot. It's a brand story, mm-hmm. and it's not eight minutes like yours, but I, my concern was I was thinking in my head it needs to be 60 seconds. Okay. And it took us a little bit to shoot the video because in my head I'm thinking I, it needs to be 60 seconds so I can run this ad because people are not going to watch a video that's, you know, mm-hmm. two, I think it's like two and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. So what you saying that, you know, you had 3,000 people, which mm-hmm. is a Solid number. Yeah. Watch an eight minute video. Eight minute video, yeah. It means the sky's the limit. It was not really at the limit anymore yeah. for your ads. Right. Yeah. And like for your video, I would just say I wouldn't worry about the time because when it comes to the Facebook ads, if you're targeting the right people, mm-hmm. they're not gonna mind sitting down watching your stuff because that That's video true. you made is yeah, up. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And okay. that's why I say with ads, it's a lot of testing. <clears throat> you gotta see who is this ad really for. In the beginning, you don't know. You just putting it out there, right? 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 You put it out there. You spend a couple of dollars, and the data will tell you who's this ad for, who is not. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying this group of people they ain't resonating with. It. All right. Right. Cool. Right. We cut them off. Now we stack on top of you know this demographic right here because when you try to market to everybody, you market to no one. You want to find the smallest group possible, right? Mm-hmm. That'll buy whatever that you're whatever you're putting out because they're so loyal. You're definitely running my ad when I'm ready. Yeah, bro. <laughs> definitely you, bro. running my you. ad. Um, because, like, it makes sense mm-hmm. to work with you. Bro. It makes I sense. Um, outside of just because we're boys, you know, yeah, yeah, and we yeah. know each other, but it's just the value you just provided to the audience. 
the value just provided to me because I just a lot of things I didn't know. I know a little bit about ads. Mm-hmm. I you know I took some course on ads and stuff like that when I had my clothing brand up and going like hard. Mm-hmm. But um, like you said, I had to scale back on a lot of stuff to focus on one thing. Yeah. And the clothing line, I love the clothing line. People love it, but I just can't focus on that. I love it too. And, <laughs> yeah, I love and it it's, too. It's still going to be out there. Yeah. And um, I just got to figure out the way to kind of like segue my personal brand that I'm trying to run mm-hmm. and then still with the brand. I think in my head, I got it. Mm-hmm. I just got to kind of just kind of sit down a little bit. I got to find like one person here in Atlanta who can just do what I used to do for the brand so I can focus on my personal brand. And it's still like, you know, all makes sense because it all taught the reason I started the brand was because of what I've gone through. Right. Like I wasn't going to do a clothing line, but I wanted it to make sense. I want to be purposeful. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think through hearing your story of Facebook ads, it just made it make more, a lot more sense. Yeah. It made it make a lot more sense, man. It's just the data is there. That's man. Data is key, man. Mm-hmm. Like these companies are fighting over data. Really? You know what I mean, yeah, it's like, it's it's really like priceless information. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I and I like to say this too. Um, like these are million dollar systems, right? If you have a Facebook account, like think about it like this: if you start from the bottom, how much money do you think it would take for you to create a system that will tell you what, exactly when somebody clicks on your uh post? Not only that, it'll create another. It'll put your ad in front of millions of other people that mm-hmm. share the same exact characteristics as somebody that already purchased from you. Yeah. Like that, right? Where you can retarget, get back in front of people. Like how much money do you think that would cost you in your business? Like millions of dollars. Millions of dollars, but you got it for you free. Got it free. You know what I mean? You got you want Facebook's uh Instagram anyway. When I bring up the ads manager, most people are like, what? Like this is like Facebook? Yeah, you use your regular Facebook credentials. You just log on uh business.facebook.com. Do you use the um what's the joint called? The ad library. I use the ad library. That's another one. I never knew that joint existed. Yo, it's until crazy. the course I took, um, you heard of um Entrepreneur? They got a whole like brand called um you you've had to see the ads be all over the place. Okay. Like they ads did. be on apps. Okay. Their clothing brand is called um let me find it real quick. But their ads, like I took their course because um they have a faith based um clothing company. And mine is pretty much, you know, in a sense, faith based as well. Okay. But let me see. Tribe Believer. Entrebeliever. I think I have heard that. Yeah. Before. So this is their clothing brand right here. They got like the mercy and the worship and stuff like that. Oh, you may have seen their yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's the only reason I found out about the whole ad library and stuff like that. So right. what I was doing, my homie, he was running my ads. Um, He would go in there and he would copy like, because you can pretty much just copy all their stuff in there, right? Yeah. Like the Abbott library is like yeah. a and hidden I, and gem. I, and I use that too. I have uh, a friend of mine. He has like a a, a fitness apparel brand. Mm-hmm. So it's fitness clothing. And what I'll do is I'll go on like Fabletics right in the ad li- uh, library. I'll see what Fabletics is doing. I'll see what like New Balance is doing. You know what I mean? What type of uh, like ads they run. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even when it comes to like putting stuff together on Canva. You know, like, because in the beginning when I was running my ads, I'll put like the 50% off or whatever the deal is. I'll put that in the copy. Mm. Then I'm like, let me see what like Fabletics and all them is doing. I saw that they're doing it in the actual. Actual like yeah, ad pieces that's ad, being like, they'll displayed. They'll have somebody jogging and then they'll have the big 50. Like something as small as that. Yeah. It's like, it might sound like nothing crazy, but it's like, yo, like that looks more clean and professional. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's crazy <clears throat> that even something like the ads library is, is available to you for free. 
can spy on people's ass, see what your competition is. Which is crazy. Is. It's crazy. You see what your competition is I would have never, my homeboy, he showed it to me. And I was like, I can look at any company. He was like, any company mm-hmm. that runs an ad who has a Facebook account, you can look at and see exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's crazy. Who, like, why do you think Facebook put that joint out there? I think it's because they want, all right, well, I remember, I don't know what year it was, but Mark Zuckerberg, he came out with this article and he was saying the whole objective of Facebook is to make it like a customized newspaper ah, where okay, you okay. only see what you engage with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So I think that they do that to kind of incentivize like people to get on the ads platform, spend money, mm-hmm. right? Get people to click on things. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, that's the whole, that's the whole objective. Is data when you? Click I didn't on think about like a newspaper. I didn't, didn't think about that. Yeah, that's what he said. Like you only see like you might have a friend that might you might have a friend that you've been following for years, and like all of a sudden it's like you don't ever see their post. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. You don't engage with it. You're only going to see what you engage with. Whatever you That is true because I'll be on, on the gram like, I haven't seen such and such yeah. in a minute. Now, if you go to their page and you click on like maybe like five to seven of their posts, now they start coming up. So that's why uh, I got a homegirl. Every time I, every time I go, I see one of her posts. Um, I like one of her pages, mm-hmm. her, her pictures or whatever. And then she, I guess her, in the return, she goes and like like three of my pictures. Mm. Is there a reason behind that? I never really think about to ask her that. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I guess maybe... Yeah, maybe she's experiencing the same thing. Mm. You know, maybe that's what it is. But so as long as you stay like engaging on somebody's page, just make a random comment all the time, mm-hmm. you it'll help you see their stuff. Yeah, they'll start coming up on your. Uh, you don't even have to comment on anything. You just like something. Really? Yeah, I think it's like five to it changes. I think like if you if you like like or like maybe five to seven, five to eight, mm-hmm. they'll start coming up on your story. Start coming and up on your, mine. Start coming up on theirs too. Because I'm no, engaging with them, to, so they got to do the same they exact would have thing. They to do the same with you. Yeah. Got you. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So it's pretty much engagement gets you to pretty much see their stuff, mm-hmm. but they have to do the opposite right. pretty much to see your stuff. Right. Now, now transfer that over to what I said about the ads manager uh-huh. you're running engagement ads instead of just going for the kill. Okay. Because you're running engagement ads now, it's it's the same kind of logic behind it. Because mm-hmm. now you're just getting people to click. When people are clicking. Now, like you have to warm your pixel up, you have to warm your ads. Yeah, 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 yeah. Realize right. that, like Facebook has to, in order for Facebook to really work and for your costs to be cheaper, mm-hmm. it has to learn like, like what are you selling? Like, and they learn that by who clicks on your stuff. Got you. Who's commenting? Who's liking? Because if somebody's liking and commenting, just like what we just said, if you don't see somebody's stuff and then now you're liking and commenting, what you're essentially doing is telling Instagram and Facebook, "Yo, I like this. Show mm-hmm. me more of this." So it's the same thing with the ads manager. If I'm running an engagement ad, instead of going right for the kill, people are liking and commenting on it. What what's happening is um, one, uh, it's telling Facebook, it's telling Facebook like who my audience is. Yeah. And, and for two, you get all that data mm-hmm. to now retarget and now to create lookalike audiences and stuff like that. So when you really think about like the whole purpose of it is like you want people to engage. That's why when people use like third party apps, yeah. sometimes their accounts get hacked, deleted, because again, they want the they want you inside of their app. app. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. That's the thing. Right. And that's why now Instagram is more, like I said, incentivizing the entrepreneur more, the content creator. Cause the more dope con- the more money I give you, the more mm-hmm. dope content you're gonna create, which means more people are staying on the app longer. So what do you suggest to somebody who's trying to get their new into entrepreneurship and they're trying to get their brand, they're trying to get brand recognition mm-hmm. on social media? 
what type of stuff should they be posting? Should it be video only or should it be, you know, like me? I just do like the words and stuff like that. Yeah. And I do like a little bit of video here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause it's just easy. It's easy for me to do the words versus the video because it's just a lot more work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, I get you. Um, honestly, man, I really don't believe it's like a one, one, one trick thing. I just think that videos work because, um, it's just more engaging. Mm -hmm. It's more, you know what I mean, than like words and stuff. So I'm always say do videos, and yeah, I'm yeah. just now getting into videos. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah. that's something where it's like, dang man, like I <laughs> you got to sit down, you got to think of the concept, yeah, think what you want to say. You got to get your words out. <laughs> you get my words out. Yeah, you know, God forbid I go live and <laughs> right, I'm stuttering right, right. and all that. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, I would say definitely do the videos, and for somebody that's like starting out and they want to get their brand out, lead with value. Okay. I look at it like the uh, I call it the um. The food court mm. method. When you're in the food court and you're going past, you know, the Chinese spot, it's always that person giving, giving out the sample. Giving out the sample. Yeah. Giving out something for free. Right? Some people think, oh, if I give it out for free, it devalues me. Not when you first getting off the ground. Mm -hmm. Of course, you think what you're selling is valuable. You yeah, yeah, for sure. Your heart's right, 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 right. But really, I believe that we determine the price. We don't determine the value. Facts. I think I say what the price is and the people tell me what, what it's worth. I agree. You know what I'm saying? I like agree. I might sell something for five thousand, but if people was like, "Nah, this ain't worth five thousand, of course I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, it is," because I made it. Yeah, yeah, for you know sure. I mean? So I can I control the price. I don't control the value. Mm. So I would say lead with the value. Give okay. people game. Like, don't be so greedy thinking that because ninety nine percent of this stuff is Googleable, oh, Googleable, sure. yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like give the game out for free. That's what I do. A lot of stuff I talk about, you can find it on YouTube. I just got my own way of teaching it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like to your audience. I like to dumb my stuff down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I, I mean? I, like, anything that's dumbed down, it works for me. That's, what, that's how I am. It like, works dumb for it down me. for me. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. So that's my teaching method. Like, I like to simplify things so then there's no second guessing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't wasting time with you. Or what is this? What is that? I don't understand this. Yeah. So to avoid all that, I'm just going to dumb it down as simple as possible. And then I just take it from there. So I would just say lead with value. Whatever it is, if, you, if you're if you good at cooking, I would just say start doing some reels of you cooking. It'll eventually some take off. Some reels take a lot of work. Yeah. Enjoy take they a lot do. Of work. I, I did my first reel the other day. I really? was like, man, I didn't realize how much it work it takes. It takes some work, I'm man. Like, how people banging like five, six of these hours I a day? I do not know. Like, them jokers on TikTok and the people doing these reels, yo, I take my hat off yo, to for them. Real, yo. Because I did, um, you know, the joint, this is your age, this is your son. Yeah. That joint took me an hour to do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no lie. You're not lying, bro. I'm saying, like, oh, you got a time. Because I didn't realize I did it right. And then all the words just sitting there, the whole video. Like, oh, this That's is what right. I did. I'm saving it to yeah. my uh, pictures and yeah. all that. Like trying to edit. Oh, man. I'm like, this joint right. And I realized, oh, you got to go back and you got to time it to be here. And mm -hmm. you got to time it here. And I'm like, people sit and do this all yeah. day. Like yeah. anybody who makes reels. Anybody who makes, you know, TikToks mm -hmm. and them just like mad creative. Yeah. I don't say anything to Yo, them. it's a it's a talent, man. Yo, for and sure. A skill. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talent skill, and you gotta be super patient. Yeah, man. I'm not that creative. Yeah, yeah, not me either. <laughs> me, I, I'm I'm the copycat. Okay, this is what they did. I'm yeah. doing it too. Yo, like, for I'm the first you ain't gotta reinvent the wheel. Yeah, I'm just doing the voiceover. Somebody created, I got a sound on there. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna pull a sound, do it, and throw it that's out. There. It. That's it. Yo, that's so funny you said that. I was saying literally, I did my first world last week. And uh -huh. I was I said the same thing. I'm like, I'm going into a thing like oh, I'm just gonna edit this yeah. bad boy up real quick. I'm like, nah, it's a lot to it. Entirely, if you wanted to look good, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like look good. If you want to look good, you got to put the work in. But yeah. I think like, use. I feel like if you use the sounds that's popular sounds, I feel like that'll get your joint out there too. Yeah, that's yeah. So yeah, appreciate you, man. It's I been very you, valuable. I'm gonna do a quick commercial real quick, man. Yeah, I yeah. want you to um when we come back. I want you to 
let the people know where they can find you. Okay. Um, on all social spaces, websites, man. I want you to. I want everybody to get connected with you for sure, man. Because gotcha, um, the ads is definitely needed for all the entrepreneurs out there who wow. are trying. And then, man, just leave us with some uh, some value, man. So something encouraging or some type of value that you want to give to people, right? Okay. All right. So this episode, you know, is always sponsored by the Embolden Institute, man. It's the only club I would say, only space. It's a safe space, man, where those who have gone through traumatic experiences they can come through, man, and just get some value of healing. A space where you can find yourself, a space where you can become self-aware. So I got a text community that I started, man. You can text me at 404-476-6780 and just text me the word HEAL to 444-476-6780. And I send out daily texts to you pretty much on how to overcome trauma, how to just feel good about yourself, how to love yourself better. And we're just, you know, a quick little funny something that may just want to inspire your day or to get you going. So text me, Don, man, what you got for us? Hey man, so um, well, number one, you guys can find me on Don Digital two one five on Instagram um and uh Facebook, um DonDigitalMedia.com. My site isn't active yet; it's edited and all that. I just gotta tweak a few things mm-hmm. um because I do have a course coming out soon, so that'll be I'll make my website active as okay. the course comes out. Um, I'm I'm currently looking for three new clients for the agency because um, we're expanding. Okay, I want to work with like a real estate agent. Okay. I want to work with uh, somebody that's sound like an ebook. Or so. I'll use myself as like a case study, but I want to work with somebody else where I could just build their whole funnel out. Mm-hmm. And then um, I want to work with somebody that does like, uh, you know, like the skin stuff. Like, um, what do you call it? Like estheticians? Is that yeah, the skin yeah, stuff? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I want to work with somebody like that. So I'm looking okay. uh, for three people that fit that criteria. Um, but yeah, that's all my stuff on the social and Don Digital Media. That's my Instagram page too. I like to give out free of uh, videos on like different ad strategies because I bought course after course on Facebook ads. And one thing that I haven't seen yet is somebody that literally breaks down like, okay, you have, you bake cookies. Mm-hmm. This is how I would run ads if I was baking cookies. Not only that, if I was slinging them out my, my kitchen. Right, like so I you like want to, your clients to be niched down a little bit. Yeah, like okay. I like it to be like I said, get the shovel out. If I'm not, I'm big on what can we do right now. Mm-hmm. So Facebook ads is something that you could do right now. Yeah, right? yeah. They say you either gonna get your wealth through real estate, stocks, or running a business. Most people they start off running a business. Mm-hmm. Marketing is the bloodline to your business. Thanks. Right, a lot of people they start these great ideas and then they quit because it's not getting no traction. They're mm-hmm. not getting no sales. So you got to understand the marketing behind it. Like, yeah, I do Facebook ads, but it's really the psychology, like you said, behind it. It's understanding who your customer is. And you don't need a big budget to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? There's so many people that got dope ideas, started dope brands, and they don't do it anymore because people just wasn't supporting it. Yeah. But it wasn't It wasn't that the product wasn't dope. Mm-hmm. It just was it's in, it's in front of the wrong people. Yeah. Right? Like, if I live in Philly, you could tell me this is the best cheesesteak in Philly. I don't eat cheesesteaks. So yeah, if it's so point. if I don't buy it, does that mean that your cheesesteak not the best in Philly? No. Ah, you're just in front of the wrong person. Right. So that's my big thing on Facebook ads, man. Um, and I guess uh I guess two things that I would like to uh leave people with before I get up out of here is for one, I really like what you're doing, bro. Appreciate you, man. Like the self-awareness thing, man, that's so like like I said earlier, I was so blessed to like I didn't even know what it was. Yeah, I just yeah, knew yeah. that yeah, yeah. it you was something I was yeah, like, yeah. I want something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's so, especially with the internet now, it's like people are losing sight of who they are. Yeah, yeah. People don't even know what they like. True. Which takes time to figure out. But it's like, I think like the self-awareness thing is key, man. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you're trying to build a team. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like if you're yeah. Scotty Pippen, like the disc assessment. 
Solid that's two. a major thing because yeah. it's like you might want to be Jordan, but you're really Pippen, and that's fine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I applaud LeBron. Yeah, yeah. Because the people around him, they know their role. They're not like, and some of them play basketball just on the same team as yeah. him growing up. Mm-hmm. But it's like they know, okay, he got something I don't got. So yeah. instead of me trying to throw shade on him and knock him off of I'm his play path, my part. I'm going to play my part. And they all rich. They all, they're, they're, all their families is good. Facts. So I'm big on that. It's like, and that's why I posted about you the other mm-hmm. day. I was like, man, I like Jovan. Man, he stay in his lane. It's like, I see what you're doing with Shans and everything. And it's yeah, like, yeah. you playing your role, but I can see it's like, you you growing into your space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doing yeah, your yeah, own yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Doing it the way you want to do it, not yeah. the way everybody else want to do it. Mm-hmm. So like, when you talk about self-awareness and stuff like that, man, that's really key. It's like, you don't have to be that number one guy. Yeah. Like, I've been the number one guy. And yeah. I've been the number two guy. Mm-hmm. I've been the number four guy. You know what I mean? In, in my nine to five and in business. Yeah. Right? It's just, you got to be comfortable with who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to know who you are. Mm-hmm. You can make $100 million and nobody know who you are. That's how I'm trying to make you. I know quite a few people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? killing it and they're like super quiet. Yo, you would walk past them, you wouldn't even know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wouldn't even know. So it's like just, <clears throat> you know, being self-aware. And number two, the last thing, and I think the most important thing, and it kind of goes back to, again, what you're doing is like our generation I think that we have a very important role, mm-hmm. you know, being like the last generation before the technology, right? And understanding things. And I look at it like this with the internet, right? Yes, it has all these wonderful things, but it can yeah. be very detrimental too. For sure. If you don't understand how things work. Mm-hmm. So I, I use the analogy of, you know, back when people would like smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol. When you were the first generation doing that, like nobody before you did this, yeah, it's all good and all yeah, that. Then all thirty cool. years later, people dying of lung cancer. Yep, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Liver from the alcohol. Now you're looking at it like, oh damn, what is this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now with the internet, the internet is very sophisticated now. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving on the blockchain and stuff like that. Yep. So it's like, I think we have to be in that generation that understands we're like the hybrid, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, being yeah, that yeah, generation yeah. that understands things is like. 20 years from now, 30 years from now, like my daughter, when she's 20 years old, I don't know what type of effects. We still don't know. Yeah. Internet is still new. It is. So we don't know what these effects of the internet are going to be. So that's why it's important to lead with the mental health conversation, Mm -hmm. the self-awareness conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for all we know, 20 years from now, the suicide rate might be through the roof. Yeah, People are so depressed. Mm -hmm. Everybody's looking at other people's lives and- not taking the time out to flick, uh, to figure out what they want. Who yeah, they are. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just think that like that whole conversation around mental health, especially amongst black men, is like it's important, yeah, man. For like, sure. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I live in Philly right now, and you know, I think we like number one in the country right now, like in, as far as murders. Really, it's ridiculous right now. So it's like, like even higher than Chicago. Yeah, I, wow. I believe so. Like I'll have to double check that, but I believe we beat Chirac right now. Wow. So it's like I think that. A lot of it is like a lack of love and a lack of opportunity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that it's important, like, to more people need to, and maybe that's, maybe you're the vessel mm-hmm. for that. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think that's very important. We all wanna make millions, we all wanna have this and that, but it's like, you got people that's millionaires that committed suicide. Yeah. They wasn't happy. Like, yeah, Robin yeah. Williams. Yeah. That was a shock to all of us. Everybody, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so I think that conversation of mental health is like important. And we got to break down that wall of like, like now making that the norm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, bro, I'm yeah. having an off day today, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I got I, I got a newborn baby at home. Like, I'm yes. sleeping three hours, four hours a day on imagine. top of running a yeah. cleaning business and my marketing business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so it's like, 
you know, you gotta have them conversations with Definitely. your homies. Like, yo, bro, I'm off today. Yeah, like, how you doing? Let's, you know what I'm saying? Like, in. yo, I don't want to talk about business today. Yeah, yeah, I'm that yeah. type of guy. It's like, listen, if I want, I, I think I gotta be on my A game in order for me to thrive. I gotta yeah. be at a hundred percent. If I'm at seventy percent, it's like, all right. What I gotta do to get to that hundred? Like I'm gonna yeah, have to yeah. take a break. Mm-hmm. I can't be burning myself out. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. watch a movie on Netflix. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm not I just that... started doing that too, man. Yeah, you gotta just relax. You gotta unwind. Read mm-hmm. a book. Go for a walk. Yeah. I'm running now, so it's mm-hmm. like those things are important. Like you know what I mean? Because the internet will beat you in the head with grind, yeah. grind, grind. Which yeah, it's important. You gotta yeah, grind. Bro. Yeah, you got to. Yeah, but you also gotta know yourself. Like mm-hmm. you gotta know your limits. Like, yep. yeah. But the tricky thing to that is you also gotta know when to fight through it. You know, that's when discipline comes yeah. in. Where it's like, I don't feel like doing it today, but it's like, all right, you took yesterday off. Right, right, right. You might so not get all, all done today, but all right, get something get done. Something, get, get caught up, at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's yeah, like yeah. finding that balance of not slipping too far into mm. it. Also, like, no, like, I need a break. Yeah, or yeah, like, yeah, yo, yeah. I, my mental, my mental not together right now. Like, let me, let me call, let me call Jovan. Like, yo, bro, you got five minutes. Let me write to you real quick. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I think that, you know, those two things are important. Like us being the leaders of the, of the, of the, this, Generation that's gonna, you know, be here when we're gone, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And also, like, just discussing mental health, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, like, those two are the most important things. And I used to be like that. I used to be like, yo, grind, grind, grind. Yeah, yeah. One, because sure. that's what I always that's, heard. That's all you heard, yeah. yeah it's like, all right, yeah. if I'm not grinding, then you feel I ain't doing weird. Like, yeah, man, like, like, man, I'm tired. Yeah. Like, it's like, man, you got, like, know you, yeah. self awareness. Yeah, I know when to tap out. I, I know when to tap out. I took um the weekend off this past week. I took it off. Yeah. Did no work. I did like a little bit of work, but it mm-hmm. wasn't like something that stressed me out. Like it was just yeah. it'll get done when it get done. Right. And you gotta trust yourself so much where it's like, man, I know, like I took the weekend off, it's on and popping on. Oh, Monday. for sure. That's, that's, Especially when you love what you do. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm back now. And it starts to feel weird. Like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it it felt weird being off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like when Monday hit, I was like, oh, I'm hitting the ground running. Yeah, now you energized. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You needed mm-hmm. that. Yeah, break. for sure. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah. be like, you know, you gotta be at a hundred. Definitely. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I appreciate, I appreciate you, brother. Nah, no doubt, bro. I appreciate it, bro. I told you I'm coming to see you. The pandemic hit, bro. <laughs> I was going to come last year. Worry. I was going to come last hey, year, man, bro. I feel you. I'll be there. Yeah, bro. I'll but now you got your thing wrong, so it's all timing. Oh, I don't know sure. what would have happened if I came last year. It would have been true. a different situation. So uh, I had Roma last year. <laughs> See? <laughs> That's why, you, that's why the podcast getting started back up now. But listen, y'all heard it here first, man. Don Digital yes, sir. in the building. Yes, we sir. out. Peace.